Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in L.A. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your for show. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I'm Nikki Glazer. It is Tuesday. Well, it's Monday here. I don't want to lie to you guys. We're doing a double up episode because I'm going, I think I'm leaving tomorrow for uh, Los Angeles. Kimmel. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm guest hosting Kimmel. I was like, what am I going out there for? I'm um, I'm the guest host for Jimmy Kimmel Live this Thursday. Please DVR it. Tune in. I want them to see a spike in ratings um, so that people are like, well, people seem to like her. The, gla- oh, the glazer effect. The, <laughs> so far, that has not been what the, the glazer effect has meant. <laughs> it's meant uh, cancel her show after one yeah. and a half seasons at, mo- at most. That's a whole season. One show, you're going to yeah. fucking, yeah, it's going to be show. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of guest hosts for Kimmel are, do too. I'm glad I, I'm like, there was a part of me that was like, what did they ask me to do? But I'm so glad because I get to pack it all. Like, I get stressed out about these things. And two would make me a lot more stressed out than one. And it's two now I get to put all my like, energy into one. But two wouldn't feel like, okay, on the second one, I could kill it. Like, there's no... No, I think I'm going to kill it. I have, 
honestly, I have. Oh, by the way, Chris Convy is with us. Hey guys. My boyfriend. Hi, Chris. Hey, everybody. Andrew's here. We're all here. Luigi's here. Noah's in Arizona. Um, Chris, you look great. You tan. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was doing man. some yard work the other day outside. Okay, Ooh. stop. With jeans, no shirt. Well, yeah, were you wearing no your shirt? No jeans. <laughs> I wasn't wearing was your a shirt. shirt cut off jeans. Yeah, the, everything was cut off. <laughs> Even I'm the plants. I'm going to cut off this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, what? fine. Let's talk about Kimmel no, he went and not to, him um, making turnips. He, he went to we have you your yard. I went over to pick you up the other night, and it was popping off. You had a sprinkler going. Yeah, I got some color going out there. Yeah, you got like you have uh, fall pots getting. Re- I don't know what that is. Curse. What's a fall me. pot? Paw it's pots? like you put. Yeah, pole, he was having a genocide yeah. um, of the 14th century. I don't know. Was that even close? No, he's no. a singer from uh, I think from American Duran Idol. Duran. Um, no. What? <laughs> Pole pots, I don't know. Um, oh yeah, pole pots. That was like yeah, that was actually recent. That was like yeah, the was killing like, fields. Yeah, it was like one of the worst genocides, modern day genocides. Jesus Christ! I envision an English lounge thing. I really pole do. Pole pots. I really pole think. Yeah. Well, you know. did vote for them on American Idol, and it was weird for everyone. Well, I mean, genocide is better than listening to Simon Cowell. <laughs> oh, you were just not a Ruben Stuttered fan, and you had to show it in some way. He stuttered, all right. <laughs> um, so this Jimmy Kimmel thing, you've done it before. No, wait. I, your yarn Great is popping off. No, Kimmel. Yeah. This is Kimmel time, baby. Okay. Um, yeah, so you, a, you hosted Kimmel before, but it was during the it was pandemic. During COVID, and it was during, <laughs> which was it was so cool to be asked. It was it was around the same time too. I think Kimmel take. I like that he takes vacations and he like he gives the he hands over the reins to other people. Yeah. You don't see Colbert doing guest hosts, do but you? Kimmel's a notoriously hard worker. Yeah. But, and, so the fact that he takes vacations is really cool that he like knows how important he's that just is. a guy that like loves fa- like you know everyone on his show is like family he just likes spending quality it's like time Olive I think. Garden. yeah when you're there you f- fill up on breadsticks you're poor did you f- did do they pay you for this yeah but it's it's not I'm just saying like a lot yeah but they give you um, so Kimmel's still doing fine I'm, he's like making money on vacation. It's not like win yeah, Ben I mean, Stein's it, money. I'm yeah. going to say, welcome to Jimmy Kimmel Live. I'm your guest host, Nikki. It's not going to be like, welcome to Nikki Glazer Live. I mean, I, I might say that as a joke. It be hosted by Jimmy sometimes. Yeah. No, but it's, um, it's sort of, so I, I guest hosted in July of 2020. I mean, it was like when things were still scary. God, and my we head, did it in was, a house. In my head, that was six months ago. Really? I, I feel like it, in my head, it is exactly as far as it was, which is rare for me. Everything mm. always seems... Like, like demented in time right but um yeah it was we weren't together we no, were just we friends. Were friends yeah we were friends we were friending out we were watching normal people yeah, i still remember Separate when you chairs. guys were hanging out and like we were on the port or he was at your house or something were you did you visit you think you visited that summer and you showed your boobs to him or some, something something really? happened where your friendship Oh, I, have, no, I remember that you weren't there for that. But, no, of course. Not. Oh, I thought you were there. I was, <laughs> yeah, like, I was on first, the roof. First, Andrew showed some stuff that we all <laughs> yeah. went around. And, yeah, we were playing strip, as friends. Uh, go fish as friends. And um, no, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, our our relationship has been we, you know, the show Welcome Home Nikki Glazer kind of covered us getting back together, but not in the way of like what really happened. I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's constantly evolving. It, it really <laughs> is. And I, I do think that we have a better shot of making it because of all of our breakups than a lot of people do. I think a lot of people would have walked away a long time ago. <laughs> Smart people would have walked away. Even you have said Ran, like, maybe. should we just like, it shouldn't be this hard, yeah. which is a great point. Yeah. Sh- sometimes people, you know, when they talk about their relationships, they're like, I just knew because it was easy. It's just Nikki. Mm. It's supposed to be easy. 
you just know because it's no work and it's just like i don't i don't really buy that i i just i understand it being not as difficult as it has been with us but i look at those couples that it was so easy and then they have issues yeah everybody has issues yeah everybody except for brenna and andrew yeah they're perfect <laughs> yeah we're like but it's, you guys were, it's weird we're it was both like yeah no, not we, totally easy at first no, you guys were on different easy. pages like maybe one of you liked wanted something you weren't communicating exactly properly like it's tough it's a i don't like this whole thing of questioning your entire relationship if it's not easy well i mean look at anything easy, that's Nikki. great anything that's great Kobe Bryant, him practicing, that's not easy. But I think the goal that's to get I to like is this. so great that it's worth that it's worth I it. Agree. Now you have to question like when we're at our best, is it good enough to deal with when it's not easy? And I think with you two, it's not. We're in Mamba no, mode no, right I'm now. Kidding. But no, oh, yeah. I think you guys, yeah, you're in Mamba mode. We're in January 2020 mode. Uh, <laughs> just that was a dark day. I woke up from a nap coming back from Boston on the first date of the Nikki Glaser tour first theater date I think it was that weekend was our first theaters and we were taking the train back from Boston we pull into Grand Central Station Penn Station dark it's whenever you pull into Penn Station you're kind of like what yeah. time is it like <laughs> you go underground yeah it's yeah. so underground that it's like a different kind of dark and yeah. coldness like <laughs> yeah. the coldness of Grand or Penn Station is weird and you get thrown into it quick like you see blood like you see a lot of crazy shit yeah. within seconds of getting to New there's York. Hudson News is in there for no reason it's like you guys know that there's no security to get in here that you don't need to charge me seven dollars for a water like I could just go up <laughs> yeah this isn't the airport <laughs> yeah we're not, this a, isn't, yeah. I'm not trapped we're not a terminal five Hat, though. I but I still wait in line at that fucking Hudson News. Anyway, we pull up. We I wake up and you're like, Kobe Bryant was in a helicopter. That was how I found out. That was how the breaking news got to me of that. Do you yeah. remember that too? Yeah. No, Do you remember I, where I, you were when you found out yeah, about Kobe? Absolutely. I was in a at a hotel restaurant with a bunch of Australian people who were in town for like some sort of Australian Day celebration, and we were all just. It, it was in L.A. Oh my and, god! And so, like, you would everybody oh in the yeah. tables around, like, everyone was talking about Whoa. it, and trying to give information to each other, and yeah, it was it was a weird time to be in LA because people love Kobe Bryant, yeah. loved him. Oh yeah, and um, I, I remember, yeah, like, just it just seemed so not real, and it was also it is interesting that. I bet a lot of people will remember where they were when they found out he died. There's certain things that you just like. Princess Di was one of those. Yeah, I just talked about it on the last episode. I remember exactly. Do you remember where you were? Yeah, I was in a car. Somebody with Australians with Australians trying to hunt her down to take a picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was. I was trying to get a picture. <laughs> you were the first on the scene. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Was me. Your camera shutter. Ruben stutter. Full back. No, I was in a car with like my like freshman year, I think. Something like that with the the girl I was like dating. Let's, that about her. Let's get back. I to think her yard. parents were picking us up from a party. Kimmel. Oh really? Yeah, Kimmel. Oh my god, you were going to a party? Should... Well, because I was in. It was nineteen ninety. I still don't know how you guys have never met until New York. I know when we I lived like so Louis close is to each small other. Enough where it is. Well, you see someone at a pool. We, we knew the someone... we knew the same people for yeah, sure. Yeah, Kirsten, my best friend all through high school, got a little bit popular. Our sophomore junior year and she became really good friends with this popular girl jessica graham who lived right next to the convies and so she would go over to jessica graham's we weren't invited because i wasn't cool and it was kind of like oh kirsten's cool now like she's with the popular kids and she um she remembers the convies because she remembers jessica lived next to this house of like these private school boys that were all hot like these three Shirtless hot brothers doing yard work yeah constantly did you did you do you feel like you guys would have dated in high school 
No, because I, I didn't date. I didn't like. I mean, I would have been in love I'm, with him. Yeah. The way he looked in high school, he looked like a Donna, which oh, is what? the Donna. Oh, that's what? the phrase Donna. that me and me and my friends coined about a guy that kind of has like long hair that looks like he listens to fish. Chris did not. Looks like he was like into, like you just had like long hair. You were tan. You looked like um. I was like out. I I like was president outdoorsy. of the outdoors club. Yeah. Nice. So I'd like go camping and stuff. Yeah. And I had and long hair. We called them donuts because the fish song Wilson. There was a guy named Ryan Wilson yeah. who was the quintessential Donna of our school, and his last name was Wilson. And in the song, Wilson, Donna, Donna. And so we called them Donuts, which is kind of genius. Green Vase, Vigorous. Green Vase is what we called blowjobs. Vigorous is what we called handjobs. Um, so <laughs> Chris was a Donut. I would have been w- obsessed with him. and um, But also, but once was, he liked me, I would have not liked him. Your private school, she was public. Yeah. Was that, a th- that was a thing in St. Louis, I didn't right? Know like any nary private the, school. And Nary guys. the tween shall meet. Yeah. It yeah, was we, like Capulets we were friends. and Montagues. We were, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were friends with public school people for sure, yeah. I was not. For friends with any public school people and yeah. I went there. No, I was not a cute thing that I want to mention on last yeah, episode <laughs> was when we were talking about you being Jewish and, and like going to a public school. I didn't know one of the cutest things I ever said that my aunt Lynn used to always tell people was that one time she asked me when I was over she was just like trying to get kids to say the darndest things and we were talking about religion and I was like, I don't know what we are. And I was like, I know well, we used to be Catholic because I went to a Catholic school. And now I think we're public. She overheard me telling someone that our religion was public. And I was like, we are the chosen people. We have parks. We have, you know. We're uh, Cohen's. Parking spaces. Uh, I felt like when I went to private school. And yeah. the public school kids, the guys, when there were parties, there was like a something in the air where there might be a fight. Or like the girls might be a little bit like. Too rough around the edges yeah. for us private school boys. Like there was some, there was something yeah. in yeah, the no, air. I went to Kirkwood. He went to Priory. What did you guys this, think about this, Kirkwood? The school Kirkwood, which is where I grew up. It's yeah, it's it's it's, my, it's the public school I would have gone to if I didn't go to Catholic school. That is wild. And you would have been a senior when I was a wait. What year did you graduate? Uh, two thousand. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's this, there's this guy and the, so there was there was a like a, a, a hilarious like quote unquote gang that we made fun of these guys that like you know thought they were from the streets and all these things and maybe they were tough or whatever. There's a guy named Ruben that everybody was afraid of. Yes. He would go to parties and fight people and all this stuff. And then he rolled with like a huge crew of guys that were like skaters and they called themselves the Deuce Deuce because our area code is six three one two two. So when we. <laughs> When That's we were making cool. fun of these guys, we'd be like, deuce, deuce. And uh, and then some of our friends like got in fights with them. And, you know, yeah, and then, it was and always then like, Ruben wasn't as tough as we thought because we thought he was going to like bring knives and stuff, but he just fought like a regular guy. Yeah. <laughs> there was always like brothers. Like, I think there was like the Maguire brothers. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you don't want to fuck with the Maguire because then mm-hmm. you got to fight all five so of them. So you went to private school too. And yeah. so you also had this kind of th- thoughts about public school kids being Especially a little bit rougher. Especially in Florida. Public school in, in Florida, you, you get some rough kids. Meanwhile, like, we just went to public school not because we were poor or rough, but because my parents didn't want us being taught lies for a bulk of our daily lives. <laughs> it was, like, that you was waste like a whole one hour class. Of, but, one class where you could be learning about something else. I mean, that is crazy. And and I will say that there is stuff to be learned in a Wait, what do you like think happens at private school? You think we're indoctrinated? Like, we're all in I lines, went to private like school. North I went to Korea? Catholic school. And I remember being like, 
we have to go to church and like sitting in those pews being bored out of my yeah, fucking mind the and then learning about God and honestly Especially going like what does this mean yeah, yeah. It, was, it was but it didn't feel like I, I never felt at any point like it was just like another class that you took yes it wasn't because every it, class in high school right it wasn't like some serious thing where they like sat you down and they're like if you don't believe this then you're a bad person like right it, people that don't experience it think of it as like this indoctrinating situation and it's just sort of like it's just another class where you're learning these stories and yes like yes sure i'm sure some people do take it a lot as. got turned into a pillar yeah. of salt yes that happened yeah i'm sorry you shouldn't look back i'm just saying <laughs> i would do the uh i would do the prayer you know our father lord in heaven uh, whatever that whole thing and then i wouldn't say Hallowed jesus be that tree. i would just mouth jesus Oh, because because cause I was Jewish. Jewish, so I didn't give it all to you them. You would just mouth Jewish instead of <laughs> yeah, Jesus, dude. and they would never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is, Jewish crust. That's what I would say. I yeah. just realized something. I don't want to get into it too much, but I'm reading this book right now, and I'm definitely going to read the whole thing. No I, way. A hundred percent. I I do read a hundred percent of books sometimes if they're about Columbine, <laughs> but this one is not about Columbine, unfortunately. <laughs> but it is a book that I got recommended by, um, and I just sent it to my dad because I want like everyone. I want Every I want book, you to read it too. <laughs> Every book. You read. You should change the cover to a Columbine. See, <laughs> I'm on Nikki's like phone screen. Yeah, that's. I just got that same feeling you got when you got like added to somebody's like MySpace four. You know oh. where you're like, oh, oh yeah, cool. top four. You're just like that made me feel great. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You're on the front. So yeah. like he the has photo me as her cover. Screensaver. Yeah, wow. because I took this hot picture of him in the golden light the other day when we were getting it's Rebel a nice Kitchen. Photo. Great jaw. And he he looks so hot and. It really That's, does. It feels really nice. There's That's, something about it that every time I look at it, I get reminded of how attracted to you I am. It, like it, it throughout my day, I think of you more. Because like of your it. New, I love it. I'm gonna do it too. Will your, you put me on yours? Well, I was gonna put me on. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> right now is yeah, his, his, his. I was gonna ask you to put me on yours because because of that effect. Like, I, it's not just because I want to be on your plate and I want everyone to know that you're your girlfriend. It's like it's like having a picture on your it's the new on your desk it's a dave matthews light switch yes that's that absolutely. that's the new age because you go to that the most it made you me go feel, to your phone the most it it's, made it's me a feel big great. deal yeah that's a big so deal. i'm gonna do it yeah i would really appreciate it because right now your cousin drew his big face it's a gigantic head of his Wait, cousin what? drew it's a Let funny picture. That. I'll show you mine. But too. I see, I saw Drew at a wedding recently that we went to, and I said, I Drew, <laughs> I see you in bed more than I see Chris's face because in the you light up on his phone screen next to me all the time. It looks he looks like Magnum PI with a big mustache, and it's true. Like I see Drew's face. Does he usually have a mustache, yeah, and, and or is this like a... Chris is holding it up? So check out the YouTube video if you want to see it. Um, he. Uh, yeah, he's a handsome guy, but I the other day I was like, I want to ask Chris to put me on his plate. I, mean, I, I just will new, feel yeah. loving. It's the new on your desk at work. Like, oh yeah, my dad always used to have pictures of us on his desk. My pictures of my mom. That's like, you, is Brett on yours? It was ba- it was Bailey. I called my cat my old. Oh dead yeah, cat. that's it. That- it was Mango <laughs> jumping, but with his legs like chick. I, it's down now because I had to reset my phone because my phone wasn't working. Oh, okay, yeah. What yeah. a dud. But anyhow, yeah, it's my cat. No, Luigi was on my phone for a, the bulk of my life, and then it was my nephew, and then it was my niece. My niece like was really like almost became like the Oprah of Oprah Magazine, where it was just only my niece, and <laughs> I was feeling bad. Like, is this wrong that I don't have my? Because I got a ring the other day that um, the day that I bought my surgery, you have to pay for your surgery up front. Oh, it's not so covered I at spent all. Insurance or <laughs> a gigantic amount of money. And maybe American Express. I had to like call my business manager. But you got like, those points. 
Yeah, do you get yeah. those points? Mm-hmm. That card, that the big silver chunky card that is like. Oh yeah, it's nice. Oh, it's so oh, it's like it's metal. Hard. You throw it down, and people know you you're. You could cut your vocal cords with it. Yeah, honestly, save money. I'll take care of it. Well, I spent a lot of money on that, and there was something about spending that much money that made me go, "Money don't matter." And I was in Boston already with my mom, and we went out on a, a like. My mom wanted to go, maybe go on like a walking tour and i just i had to be um like i had to have vocal rest because i was you know filming this thing and my voice was going out so i was like i don't want to go on a tour i even though i i did i didn't want to hear other people talk and i just don't care about history and i was kind of tired that day and i was like let's go shopping and my mom loves loves to watch me spend money she was like you're like peggy you know my mom was on the show not too long ago and she told me that i'm exactly like my aunt peggy who's this like ambitious go-getter very type a person Uh, while we were shopping she goes you are just like peggy it's like shopping with peggy because peggy will just be like i was going into stores and going yeah this 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 like there was no trying on there was no in the, every store clerk, how's that feel Does every that store feel clerk good? was like i love you this girl knows what she wants yeah and there's no, i can't that's why i don't go shopping with my friends is because i can't stand they wait in line to try things on i'm like put it over your jeans and then get a smaller size if it fits that's what you do like put it over wear a tank top and just put it on in the store like don't go to the dressing room oh yeah i mean i like to i but i it has to fit I, I, I get that, no, I do not but want then return it later. Fit. I just don't want to wait in that line at Zara. It's so long. And then, <laughs> just steal it. Because then the line to <laughs> buy it is too long. We got to go to break, but I have much more to say about this. And I'll tell you why this all relates to Poppy when we get back from the break. Hacks is back for season three. And so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
Oh my God, you guys, I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E, Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. So I'm shopping with my mom in Boston. I'm going, first of all, uh, my friend wears You feel weird about jewelry. spending a lot of money in front of your friends than your mom? Because your mom My mom loves it, loves it because yeah. I feel like a successful daughter who's like, she's like so proud that I have this money to spend. And I yeah. know that's, I, I'm sure there are people that roll their eyes anytime I talk about money on this show, but it's something that I don't, I don't, I don't so. usually, because I think, Can I say something about that real quick? No. So, what I'm... <laughs> I love that. That was great. <laughs> Not until you put her on your fucking phone, Chris. Do it now. Chris, do it now. Do it. Yeah, that's a good point. Now. I am excited about this phone screen thing. This is a big this is a big moment for me. Yeah, it's like getting a, a ring. Step. Yeah, it is. What what'd you say? So it's a huge step. This is like Facebook official. Remember when we would put it, our relationship status on Facebook? I saw a tweet the other day that said can we just address how the the fact how insane it was that we used to go onto Facebook and and sometimes put it's complicated with someone? Yeah, like I mean, that was well, always a joke. Though, well, right? yeah, that's a, yeah. Anytime I put it's complicated, it was like with me and my friend Nicole. 
Like yes. it wasn't like. And then, or your girlfriend, Nicole. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Um, Noah, wait, who's on your phone? What were you going to say, phone? babe? About me, my ma- money. Oh, I was going to give me. you compliments, but then you were so no, mean. No, no, no. <laughs> me, my money, my money, me, my Well, so many people, like, you know, who are successful, you know, maybe got help from all these different people. And, and yeah, you got help and stuff, but like, you know, their, their dad, like, even like Steve Jobs, like, he got help from his mom who worked at Dell and Not all these Trump. things. Yeah, well, yeah, Trump did, Trump for sure. did it all for himself. But Nikki, everything that Nikki has was, you know, Look obviously everybody gets lucky over here. That's all mine. This all is, things that I bought. Oh, you bought those balloons. I will say though, thank you for saying that. I didn't even get to finish. Yeah. Oh, what I want to know what's on Noah's screen. I do too now. Oh, it's She's just like, my nephew holding Buzzy when we just got him. Oh, Buzzy's her cat. So, oh, you doubled up. That's so good. So what was the finish? Yeah, <laughs> there's finish. no finish. Really? No, we're not finishing this one. Oh well, I, can I finish it and say that I love that you said that and I, I appreciate it. And um, I will say though that this <laughs> is part of my or, really part of my origin story. It could have ended bad. No, it was going to end good. <laughs> but Chris has a very staunch rule about if if the if the moment is passed, he's not going to double I'm back and get back. it because it's wow, never going to be as good that. as in the moment. And I respect it too, and I like it, and that's just who he is. <laughs> And I think he's going to be on the show a lot more. So let's just get to know him. I, as double, a, I double back on my relationship with Nikki. I don't double back on stories and I jokes. do appreciate that you double back on that. <laughs> like every time we break up, I go, this is it. If we break up, it's never going to get back to me. We're never. <laughs> and my friends are always just like, mm-hmm. So this is this is the time. This is when it's going to stick. And so it is nice to know that but you, you will allow for, you will you will get back together with me if if if, yeah, if, it's a, if if it's the right yes we yeah both do. and the gist of the, all of it was yeah to hear somebody talk about doubling back this isn't a double back okay. this is a this Might is a, a triple, detour triple. is you know when people hear you say like oh i got to spend money on this and i got to buy a car and all these things it sounds like you're bragging but it's like nikki built this entire thing you know obviously there's people that help but nikki worked really really hard to do all of this Thanks, babe. and it's you know it's one of the it's a real success story she pulled That's herself so nice. up by her heel straps you and- always do say that <laughs> the that you always remind me of that like it's really cool that you've done this thing it's insane but i will say that it's insane it, it would not have been possible had i not had financial help from my parents in a like I, it when they i would get overdraft fees my mom mm-hmm. would put like there was a time i think my parents probably lent me and this isn't even counting what they spent on my college education which they paid for it the whole thing so they probably spent loaned me $10,000 over the course of uh several months when i was in la just drinking too much not babysitting enough not temping getting fired from temp jobs because they'd be like this isn't temporary enough and you shouldn't come in tomorrow i'm like i have one day left they're like we'd rather train someone new you're terrible but they really helped me out and um and i was able to pay them back which is great over time and and just you know but if i I hadn't had that i wouldn't have been able to do it i'm not saying that you didn't have any help i i I conceded the idea that you know you you had help and people have help and stuff and that's great but i just mean like if people are are rolling their eyes at any sort of money spending or any sort of things that sound like a money brag like yeah you had you had some help from your parents but this isn't like you were handed the keys to some sort of for you know yes you're, you're not mm-hmm. like you know somebody who has inherited everything yeah. you know i know people that are like oh they started this company and it's like well their parents are super millionaires and all of their friends are like yes you- well and you know the best thing about 
But her I uncle look is Don Rickles, ha- which is weird. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Oh, yeah, I forgot Aunt Peggy gave you. Yeah, she yeah, gave me like a hundred bucks every yeah. birthday because I am her goddaughter, um, which means nothing. But uh, <laughs> it means that I get a hundred extra dollars on my birthday than any of the other uh, her niece and nephews. Fun but- fact, my Aunt Peggy is my godmother. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Oh, I love her. Yeah. She and she's also like a, a cool California aunt. She's California successful aunt? R- yeah. real estate, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. It is um, weird when people brag about money because it happens a lot on the internet where people go, "What did you, I'm worth eighty million dollars?" And it's like such a high number, and then they get so much attention. They don't get negative shit for it. But there's like well, a weird number. American. There's a weird yes. number in between like 80 million. And then like if you say I spent 15,000 on clothes, people are like, oh my God, yeah, I can't. But if you the say I night, make 80 million, like I fucking, that dude, I fucking yeah. want to like suck his dick because it's, he's great. It's a weird, it's wealth. a weird like amount of money. Yeah. You used to be able to say I'm a millionaire and people would go, whoa. And yeah. that means that honestly, of, of course, being a millionaire, you're, you're set. I mean, Chris has always told me, what is it? $3 million? Well, three is really good. Two million. Two million. Two million is what you need. To, to retire and just live I can't life. wait to be rich enough to give everyone I care about two million dollars and go stop working pursue what you love yes. and put it in something safe and <laughs> that it will gain the right amount of interest in yeah. things put it in a Vanguard index fund you're gonna be fine so yeah, I do want to say that I recently <laughs> I, I give away a lot of money to um, something that I've never shied away from that I, I really I almost enjoy it more than the person who gets the money gets it. My friend the other day was tell, like, you know, just reached out and was like, hey, thinking about you, love you, how are you? And I wrote back like, good, how are you? And she was not at all asking for anything. She was just honestly just being like, I'm grateful you're my friend, just thinking of you. Because uh, my voice was fucked up and she was checking in. And I go, how are you? And she was like, um, honestly, financially, it's just, I'm stressed out right now. And I go, we never talked about this, but I... And this does not go out to besties. This please do not send me Venmo requests. People do it a lot where they're like hundred dollars. Like my, I'm, I can't do it on and that. Peggy, but if you become yeah. one of my good friends, I if if you're someone who I know would do it for me, I will I will give you anything you need to the point where I'm not like jeopardizing my own financial, you know, situation. So I told her I was like, just so you know, I don't think we've had this conversation. I have more money than I probably deserve to have. I am a single woman. I have a dog. I do take care of my family in some ways, but not in ways that, you know, I, can I help you? If it would, what's the amount that would make it so you don't stress today or tomorrow? And that will give you a little, like, just tell me the amount and I'll let you know if I could do it or not. She's like and, $400 billion. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I could do that. And she, I could. I gave I, I it is I could funny tell to she put that on her though it. because it's a hard well, thing she, to say I what said, the number should be. What I also said was I want you to know I don't expect it back because when you lend out money yeah. I go I would like it back someday because I just feel like you're the person that would if you're able to. It doesn't have to be tomorrow. It doesn't have to be in five years. It can be in fifty years. Like I or pay it forward to someone else. And I said it will never affect our friendship. Which how can you really say that? But I know that. I, when I've lent money to friends, I forget how much I've given them. I don't think about it all the time. I don't, it really, my mom's always like, Nick, we owe you this. And I go, I will you stop? Remember. I do not remember. Yeah. And it's mm. not, be, and it's probably because I'm bad with money and I kind of like to just like forget what I've spent. I'm not someone who keeps receipts, but I said to her, it's not going to affect our relationship. I, it will not be you, if you, if you are feeling bad about owing me money, and if you're going to carry any guilt about this and yeah. it's going to affect you That's wanting to hang problem. out with me, do not do not let me give it to you. But you gotta 
if you accept this, you got to promise me you're not going to be weird around me and feel like, oh, I have to buy her coffee and you can't, you're not going to let me buy dinner still, like, because you owe me. It's not that. I know that I have been blessed to be born in America with parents that supported me and loved me and accepted me for who I was, who supported me financially. I fell into an industry that is very lucrative, that I happen to be, have a good, be good at. I have a brain that helped me work. To, like, I got lucky to get all yeah. these things. And, I don't look at you not having money right now as you being lazy or you being um, less than, you know, I think some rich people look at poor people as like fucking work more. Just right. like you just didn't do it right. Do what I did. And it's like, even if they could do what you did, they, you know, I've talked about this extensively on the show, but it's like, you don't get to choose the brain you're born with. You don't get to choose your parents. You These people who are born, no one wants to be poor. No one wants to be even lazy. Even if they are lazy, no one wants to be lazy. They might be suffering with depression or whatever. So I told her that and um, and then I just Venmoed her an amount that I thought was a lot um, to give a friend that was like, would suffice based on what I heard because she didn't give me a number and I knew she was like hesitating. So I just go, just fucking take this. And then she wrote back and she was like, can, can actually, you double it? can I get this amount? And it was, uh, it was almost it was like probably 80% more than I had already given her to the point where I couldn't Venmo because it would go past my limit so and I said fuck yes yes I can it's a crazy amount of money but what a joy that I can do this oh, and yeah. she is now out of debt she doesn't have to go ask her parents who she's kind of estranged from for money she doesn't have to take gigs she doesn't want to do like to, and the she's stress. such a great person that puts so much good out in the world that is going to free what about her it did you like be, though what like you said that like you kind of enjoyed it more than she did. So because what about that did you enjoy? Because it makes me feel good because I know that I am giving someone I love relief. It's like giving someone like giving my mom a foot rub. It's giving like mm -hmm. something's hurting her and causing her chronic pain and we're it's like me figuring out how to relieve this pain instantly. And that feels good to like limit suffering on this planet. And she is someone who's so um, she's given me so much in terms of support and emotional caring and like being there for me that I mean, honestly, I feel like I, I just I'm, I, I she gave that back to me in things that are not tangible that aren't, aren't financial. But it was this it was it's an exchange almost. And and I know that that relief that she feels she's going to be able to put so much more good out in the world that is going to trickle out. And then she when she becomes rich enough to do it, she will do that for someone else. I believe. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I know she would do it for me. I one time went to a guy's funeral and I said, I'm going to this funeral. I don't really know him, but I bet if I died, he would go to mine. And I think that's how we should kind of look at life is like, I don't think I'd lend money to someone who wouldn't do it for me, even though I have. Um, but I do think it just, I don't know, it just feels... I like spending money on other people more than myself, but I did spend a lot on myself in Boston and I got myself a ring that had a P on it for Poppy. And my mom was like, well, what about Arlo and Forrest? And I'm like, well, that's too many letters. And also this and this ring was kind of expensive. I went to like this. Then it would just gold dealer. It would be fap. Yeah. And or yeah, yeah we can't have that. And the P kind of looks like a G sometimes. No, that's so not good. that's not gonna be good. But I got a P because I like because for me, she's a little girl. Yeah. In you a way, she's I my favorite. It. And Forrest and Arlo might watch this someday long after I'm long gone and be like, what the fuck? But like 
when you're a woman and you see a little girl, like there's something, I kind of look through a lens of my life of making decisions of like, would I want this for Poppy? Mm-hmm. And so it's just a little nice reminder. I'm not wearing it right now, so I can't. Would I want Poppy to listen to me rattling on? Probably not. And I should have that ring on to remind me to change subjects. But I also don't think that everything has to be equal. Every time like like one of my nephews comes up to me and is like, hey, Chris, I want to show you this thing. Somebody in the family will be like, well, now show show T-Man. And oh it's like, God. we're 40 years old. We don't need these kids to treat us equally. It's so uh, exhausting. Yeah, yeah, you were yeah. visiting your nephews recently. Did you encounter anything with that of like having to... I think depending on the age, the more I feel like I have to give the older one more time because he'll remember it in a a weird way. Like I'm like, oh, this will be more meaningful for me to throw the football with him Mm -hmm. because he could actually catch right now as opposed to Leo who can't catch worse shit. essentially blackout drunk until you're like four. That's when you start waking up for me. And then I'll give him just as much time. But I feel like also it's just more fun to hang out with the older one. Mm -hmm. But the, the middle one, Leo won't stop talking he'll tell stories that make no sense that oh, that's are great. so incredible Poppy never talks how old is leo like four oh. and, or five poppy's so quiet and you just hit it off with kids at different like Dude. you know at different yes. at yeah different times and different... i've never seen someone better with kids than this guy which what is, is so what ironic Poppy that you do you love so much because she's hilarious and charming i love her because she is it's i learn how to be from her of like I, re- I remember the freedom of not being worried about what my hair looks like, what my skin looks like, what, um, like, just being, what's important is what's right in front yeah. of me, and I'm, and she's, I will say she is, Poppy, if you're watching this in the future on the hologram uh, in front of you, you were a little bitch. Like, you were a four-year-old that was, like, getting into some, like, the other day I was like, oh, I get how you can love someone so much, but also, like, be like I don't want to see this person again like just so mean just the way she was like talking to me of like do this and I go who are you talking I would never talk to my aunt that way like I was scared of my aunt and there was some part of me that was just like screw you lady but it was (laughs) but she at the same time she kids are acting out when they're feeling frustrated when they're feeling scared when they're feeling not like seen and so I was able to get through to her eventually but I was laying in her bunk bed with her and Arlo oh, like was on the she was top. Going to sleep. Yeah, it's the most amazing. And she asked time for ever. me to do it. Usually, she's like, "No, yeah. I don't want Nikki. I want mommy." But she was like, "I want Nikki." And so I was laying down with her. Well, you're the one with the like, money and the ring. Yeah. As soon as she found out about <laughs> yeah. my spending spree in Boston, she was like, "Hey, like, crawl you, on in." Can lady. you load up that bag of coins onto the top bunk? But I was just in this bunk bed with her, and I was looking at her. And I love how quickly kids fall asleep. They're kind of like you, Chris, like just out very fast. But she was. It was like hot in the room and she was kind of tossing and turning and she looked so much like my little sister that it like my love for her was so I couldn't handle it. I had to like leave because yeah. I was like, I just I can't handle how much I love this. I just want to like just stare at her like she was just so cute the way she was like kicking the sheets and like I just I felt overwhelmed with like love for her because she reminded me so much of my little sister and I also was like if I was a bad person, the things I could do, like if someone ever gets like, I know my mind goes to yeah, gross right. places, but like I 
like just being like in a bed with a child makes me go is this even okay because i don't want to encourage poppy inviting adults into the bed that she doesn't know like she doesn't know yeah you know you just know that she's like that if if she invited any adult or in there, babysitter or like yeah. you know where there aren't nanny cams in the dark i'm just like and then i start going to that and i feel like then I start getting enraged. Like if anyone ever tried to fucking touch this, like what I would, and it just becomes too, I think that's why I I kind of shy away from having kids is not only because I have depression and I feel like it would just rub off on them and they would resent me and I wouldn't be able to show up for them. But also like, I can't love something that much. Like it's just too scary. And then let them like learn to drive, go to school for the first day. I don't know how parents do it. Get bullied. It's insane. I I was on the top bunk and I was looking at, you know, the metal that holds the kids in and it was very, there was a pretty big gap and then it wasn't that high and i just all i because i fell off a top bunk oh yeah multiple times <laughs> so i'm just like you which did. explains a lot like i fell on my head a lot <sighs> from very high and then it just yeah. put me higher to fall farther yeah did it affect the shape of your head just here and okay, here okay. and then right here <laughs> okay cool does it know it's noticeable? no i think you look great thank you, you. totally I have bunkhead yeah bunk, I have such top bunkhead bunk concrete face old bunkhead <laughs> dude but I was looking at it and I couldn't, I was like having trouble sleeping, thinking, I was like, why are they, and my, they're like the best parents ever. Like, yeah. But like, I couldn't get out of my head. Like, no, they're just going to fall. They're the going to fall. The possible danger. The possible danger. Mm-hmm. And as aunts and uncles, we don't really know how, like, yeah, we're, like we're so, des- they're desensitized at this point to like yes. all the dangers that they've seen and they know aren't really real fears. Well, Augie, who's seven, you know, he did a camp there where we were on a mountain and he, they just went hiking up the mountain and I'm like envisioning, like, because I, I get my my fears get projected onto the kids. Yeah. Yes. So like, you know, me hiking and seeing jagged cliff rock, I, I think like, they're just Gonna f- why would a kid not know to just walk off you know like yes. it's like when you're walking a, a dog or whatever you see these goats that climb up the mountain and you're like how do they know to just not die yeah or a, yeah. a, a, a squirrel like a, on a t- uh, on a tight on rope. a, a tightrope but like you know a squirrel <laughs> at the circus um yeah so i just project all these fears yeah. onto them and that's like it's tough like i don't know but like i it just shows how that much was I my love them and obsession like, and, and as a child was that my sister once i learned about kidnappers and like murder and all those things and like what that p- people prey on children like i was like a bit like i couldn't i was obsessed with my sister it was only 18 months younger than me that she was going to get kidnapped because she was such a more free spirit than me i knew i was never gonna be alone jealous? with a man i was never <laughs> you're jealous and i was a funky kidding. looking kid like yeah. I nobody's, just knew ki- she was nobody's gonna, kidnapping me she was too trusting and i remember there was like someone <laughs> spotted a weird van where a guy talked to some kids in our neighborhood and it got around of like there was a van and some kids oh. like you know it was probably a guy looking for directions it's always like got, a van yeah like always it's a like, van. like if you're a creepy guy are you gonna drive the car that's the creep like you know what I mean? Like, it's are like you gonna wear a ski mask if you're gonna? I'm like, stop doing the thing that ever. Stop being the stereotype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're driving a creepy van, you probably I don't know. There's a strong chance you are still creepy. But. Yeah, because you can do. That's there's no windows back there. <laughs> anyway, so I remember being obsessed that my sister and my mom would just let my sister go, and I'd be like, but there's nothing you could do as a kid to be like. Lauren stay so I would try to like come up with ways to keep her inside like let's play school in the basement like just anywhere but out there because you're gonna get stolen and it's going to ruin my childhood (laughs) it's all about me um but what I wanted to say before about this book that I'm reading it's called how to change your mind or something like that wait hold on let me just see what it's called again were you protective of your brothers Chris 
Did you guys have? Yeah, we were protective of each other, but we fought too. Yeah, but it's oh, one you of those things. Fight with your brother. Yeah, it's one of those things. But we never punch in the face. But it was a lot of wrestling and yeah. stuff like that. But if you, you know, it's one of those things where it's like we could fight each other, but the second somebody said yeah. something to the other one, it's like, well, now you're now dealing, with, now three dealing with three of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're so protective of each other, and 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 now even like it quick like. Even like your radio gig, like you came to town to do the radio gig to hold a spot for Tim because he was he wasn't able to get that gig. So you were like, I'll keep yeah. a place for you until you become free to work here again. And then like like you guys look out. Yeah, for each we other. all we all have gotten each other jobs and we've tried to work with each other a bunch. But the the best is when you're like really young and you're like fighting. Anytime the two of us would fight, the other one would like come in and like get like kicks in. <laughs> Oh, so it's like to whoever, both of you yeah, or so just whoever, whoever, whoever was like you know like on the outs it would yeah. be like me and tim are fighting current coming and he's like chris was a jerk to me today and he'd get are you some, middle i'm you're, middle yeah oh yeah, yeah number two in birth too. order number one in their hearts yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are the year difference 18 basically basically two years oh so it's tim 18 months then two years in current oh so you guys are and like khaki and okay. khaki's four years after that and you're the middle child of three boys as well yeah two Andrew. years nine months is my older brother and then Did you six years younger we would fight yeah he outsmarted me a lot uh but i was the better athlete you gotta power him i couldn't i was small though i was really small but you had heart he was so I had tiny. a lot of heart the guy had heart yeah. i had a lot of heart yeah. i really did I, I remember uh Coach Wally Myers, he goes, if you had the heart of Colin, you guys would all be all state. Oh and I was God. like, but you're kind of saying I suck in a way, too. Yeah, that's sweet. In, in a big way. <laughs> yeah. it's, that's what they say in Rudy. They were yeah. like, if anybody had the half the heart of Rudy, they'd be all American. They'd end up in jail for financial that's like You're the my... Florida Rudy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when in field hockey, You're Mike. Judy. <laughs> hey, come on, <laughs> dude. That's so fucked up, dude. Sorry Judy, for interrupting. Judy, Judy. We'll be this right back. This feels anti-Semitic, but thank you. Oh, yeah. So with that callback, Hamdrip. Uh, we'll be right back One with episode. more. Andrew. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. All right, we're back. Um, Sorry for interrupting your book thing. No, no, no. I I actually wanted to say the thing about, like, if you had as much heart as Andrew Collin, it reminds me of when I was in field hockey and my, I think I've told this before, but my coach's husband called me. One day I was calling her and I think he was on the phone. He was like, they were about to have a baby. And he was like, I just hope my daughter turns out like it would be great if she turned out exactly like you. You're someone that I would hope my daughter would be like. And I thought he was talking about my like playing. And I was like, oh, I'm not even that good. It feel like he goes, oh, God, no, not that. Just in general. And I remember being both offended and like delighted. But I remember him being like, oh, wait, no, you think I'm talking about your. No, I read your English paper. Good. (laughs) Good grammar. Um, No, you haven't talked to boys for all four years of high school. That's what I'm I'm playing hard to get for this guy across town. I would have been so like in love with you and really would have had a hard. I was. Just so scared of boys. I really was. I want to see like a side by side of you two, like photos from high school. Like yeah. sometimes like senior do that. year of high yeah, school. Yeah, senior year. Yeah. Would they date and then put you it up? I think you would have been into me. I was a little, uh, I got a little chunky um, towards the end, but not in a way that like it was adorable. I mean, you've seen yeah, one adorable. picture of me yeah. where I looked like a sub librarian that. Sub- yeah, like you were substitute. adorable. I was, but yeah, um, you and your friends were the the funniest. I you thought. would have liked I'm my so, friends too. I'm always so yeah. impressed with you and your friendships. Yeah, they were. I I I am so I am also so proud of them. Okay, so the book I'm reading it's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. I found it on Reddit. Um, it was recommended in the subreddit books, 
as a, a book that's changed someone's life. And then I posted about it yesterday on my Instagram story, and my friend Brian Frangi, our friend, wrote to me and said, this book changed my li- robot, Brian Frangi. This book changed my life. And um, he said it really helped me. What did he say? He really helped me yesterday. He's what a good guy. Brian Frangi is one of the funniest people. We got to have I've, him on the show. He, you have to have him on the show. He's so funny, yeah, so like good. Him. He's so funny. He has a, a website called The Appleist. Where wait is that what it's called still? It used to be called no, the Apple. It's called, I don't know if um, he's, he's he's, he it. says the I'm the number one Apple influencer, which is true, and he does cartoons and he's written for Adam Ruins Everything. A ton of he does stand up. Um, Apple Rankings uh, is what it's called. AppleRankings.com and it's a hilarious description of the best apples and the worst apples, and he ranks them all. So if you want to check out AppleRankings.com, cartoons. But are anyway, so funny. Brian, I I posted it and he goes, um, um. This was a seminal work in the program I did to deal with recurring symptoms. It's also definitely in the Sarno realms. Dr. You know, John Sarno, the back doctor that has the book Healing Back Pain. If you have a friend that is suffering with back pain, send them that book and their back pain will go away. And he said, and I can think almost everyone can benefit from this perspective, but all depends what your goals are. And um, so I'm reading this book and it's blowing my goddamn mind because we were talking about prayer before. So I've always been like, I just got into praying, like when I got in eating disorder recovery about like choosing a God of my own understanding, higher power type thing. And I didn't really know what it was, but I just knew that when I did pray and I asked God for help or asked God, like I remember doing Bill Maher and being so nervous about it on backstage. And I was just like, and I've never done things like this, but I was just like, God, will you please be with me during this? Whatever that means. And I'm not a religious person at all. And so, but it just helps me. And I just, yeah. I've seen the benefits of it. But this book has made me realize the science behind it because it's talking about quantum physics, this book, and how atoms, I don't know anything about quantum physics, yeah. what quantum physics was. Mm-hmm. And this is obviously the dumbest person that could ever be telling you about it, what it is. But what I've learned from this is that atoms used to be thought of as, you know, the atoms that make up matter we're all uh, thought of as material. And then there's energy in the world and then there's material and atoms are all just material. Once you zoom in, there's like a physical thing that you can see. But what they found was that the atom would only show up where you wanted to see it. So it was a ball of energy that would be invisible unless you, you focused on a certain part and then it would show up. So it showed that when you give your focus, your attention as a human being, your consciousness, you give your focus to something you can materialize matter that is not there and is just an energy and you can materialize things happening and this is really tapping into like why the secret works, why Isn't this the plot of Star Wars? It might be. Is it? I've never seen it. Yeah, they use the force. Really? Oh, yes, yes. So wait, do you see the atom? You see the energy when you want to see it? When you focus on it, when you look for it, it is there. So you don't see God, you feel God when you want. No, so this is the point that he makes and I'm just in the first chapter but what it talks about... (laughs) Not, I'm in the second chapter actually but he explains quantum physics he's like let me just like give you they a really cursory explanation right yeah. to get you on board but what he his point is is that they did an experiment back in the, like this random experiment where they had people pray for patients that had sepsis in this hospital there were like hundreds of patients with sepsis which is like a you know once your your blood starts I don't know what it is but it's like a, a bacterial thing and you could die from it and these people, they had to pray. Um, there was a group of people that they, they, these emotionally, like, really positive people prayed. And then they had these other people that were agnostic of emotion, just didn't really believe in prayer. And they had them pray, say the same kind of prayer. And 
the interesting thing about this is that the people that got prayed for um, got better a lot sooner. They both died at the same kind of rate, but the ones they they recovered sooner. The ones that did recover were the ones that were prayed for. Did they, they know that they were being prayed for? No, because the interesting part is is that these patients were from like hundreds of years ago they chose patients to pray for from the past and these people did not know they were praying for people in the past so it is an example of that your energy can not only the energy you give towards something if you have both intention emotional intention like you want something but you also have the motion behind it um you can change the past and future you can affect both things it's really like out there and crazy but it is about if you, it's about manifestation, really, and the science behind it. Because I've always been like, it's so too woo-woo, this manifestation stuff. I mean, stuff. that's pretty woo-woo, the sense that but you're it's based praying on atoms. for people that have already died, and it's going to affect change It's not going to change the past, but the past will be affected by it somehow because, it, the, because the past and present and future are all one thing. They've already all happened in some way because of determinism. or So it's, it, it's almost as if those patients were affected by the future because the future had already actually happened in another dimension. So what it is is that your life, the way you want it to be or whatever you see for yourself, there's some dimension where that's happening. All you have to do is focus on that and you will see it much like they see uh, particles in these atoms once they focus on it. It's not there until they focus on it. So if you, so he talks about his daughter telling his daughter like, what do you want? for real life like what's what are you looking to have and she's like oh this summer i want to like you know i want to spend six weeks in italy i want to work there i want to make money while i do it and he's like okay well you know what you need to do like she's his daughter and he's been talking about this for years and so she uh i don't know the exact he's going to teach you how to do it but you have to envision your life you have to like meditate i'm guessing this is what happens you meditate on what you want and you have to not just think about your future self doing it you have to actually think you've done it you have to be someone that lived in Italy. You have to, and you have to be grateful for something that hasn't even happened yet and be like, I'm so glad I get to live in Italy. And if you can get to that place where you actually, the thing you want to manifest, you actually believe for yourself, you can put into action all these things. And I think it's one of the reasons that I have been successful in, in comedy is because it never was something I didn't, I knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I had the intention, the emotion behind it was congruent with my what i wanted because a lot of people want things and they go but secretly i can never have them and you won't get them because it's not congruent your emotion and your intent needs to be the same and i feel like i always knew i was going to be successful for some reason in entertainment i just knew it and i pictured it i pictured being on stage i envisioned it i am like sang the song lucky and imagine being britney spears and like singing that song and being like she's so lucky she's a star but she cries at night and i have like it i think even though i didn't know i was doing it i was somehow late at night when i was sleeping in bed and imagining my future i was giving my attention to a a quantum realm not, version not, of myself that wasn't there until I gave it wait, attention. There's, there's a book that I read where high-performing athletes talk about their strategy, like Olympic athletes and stuff, and you're reminding me of one, um, I think it was a soccer player who was out for an injury or something, and um, he couldn't practice before their, you know, like, a, I don't know what the big match is called, but he was saying that like I think they call he, it a big match yeah <laughs> okay the big, for the big big the match, match. Yeah. biggest meet of them all and um 
he was saying that he had to visualize down to the smell of the grass. Like that's how deep the visualization went. And he would take maybe an hour to three hours every day and he would visualize the game of him playing. And yes. he like, they had like the best game ever. His his performance was the best game ever. Yeah. I, so I, there is I've always wondered why it. this prayer thing works, why manifestation works. And it's because there is science behind it. It's like this this book is totally making me believe in a thing that I would have always thought was complete witchcraft hooey. But I'm like, oh, if particles are only seen under a microscope once the scientist looks at them and gives them the intention mm -hmm. and the the attention and intention, then what there there's millions, there's infinite possibilities for what your life looks like. And they all are somewhere in a different dimension. And the only way that you're going to be able to like see those is to is to actually envision it. And he says that a lot of people are like, you know, they'll manifest wealth by being like, I want to be wealthy. I want to invite money into my life. But secretly, there's a part of them that goes, I don't, I'm not, it's I not going to happen. It. It's, it's not going to happen. But if, if you, and I think that that's something that has held me back too, is like wanting um, a, a type of relationship, wanting, um, you know, uh, a relationship with a, uh, myself even like projecting like what kind of woman i want to be it's always like yeah i can get my house all organized but i'm still gonna be like a stinky lady and there's this part of me that's like you don't deserve this but if i just really work and read the rest of this book honestly to learn how to trick my brain and actually think that i have these things like i'm gonna st I, I started last night i started imagining myself performing at madison square garden with a guitar singing and I'm like picturing the front row, picturing that I can't see, hearing the roar, which is a total insane dream. But honestly, it's not. It I'm might be a it might be a sound check for when I do can't stand up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. No stand up, I've already achieved what I want to. Like I'm good. Your but first like, manifestation really should be manifesting finishing that book. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> if you don't like start with chapters. that, then you're not gonna. Yeah. Do okay, it. hold on. Let me go there. Okay, like, so how it's gonna feel to turn the last page? Oh God! And I, I can see the ISDN a, number <laughs> and, and barcode on the back cover, uh, the author's picture. Yes, it is interesting though. Like, what separates someone from if they have equal ability? Yeah. How does that we one person end? Uh, oh, really? Yeah, oh, like oh. all these comedians we know that are so yes. funny, so funny that just haven't made it mm -hmm. and they deserve it as much as so many people yeah. that have made it if not more because of their skill level and you go what is it and i think it's self-doubt well self-doubt it's not believing in themselves it's marketing it's it's a lot of things other than just but marketing funny. is believing in yourself and thinking For sure. people deserve to see me it's a lot of things a lot of it comes down to luck you know it's the same thing with with musicians how many how many musicians do you know that are just unbelievably talented you can't believe how good they are and all nobody the will ever they're not even on a, a record yeah. Yeah. youtube i watch people do you know I'll, I'll google covers of certain songs and i'm like this girl's voice yeah. how is this not yeah, it's better than Katy perry's or better than lady gaga's it's, it's and, amazing but she's, she didn't well, I guess, do all the same thing discouraged because i'm like if i want to be a singer what this girl is like not even trying in her bedroom she's 17 white but I, then i realize it's because yeah. all i've talked about this before like people like different sounding voices like noah likes roaring men you know she like what was the name of the band that you said yesterday um lemons and maggots or maggots something, and leeches. Oh, something to maggots and leeches, oh leeches and maggots, we were talking yeah. about old um old like the you know uh the way they used to do surgery and stuff uh, in the, right yeah during the you know turn of the century whatever um, like, back in the day 
you know, I think 1999. We live in a, I think we live in a world now, though, that if you are talented because of the internet, you as a comedian, this is the best time ever for you to become uh, a working comedian where you don't have to worry about getting five minutes on late night. You don't have to worry right. about getting 30 minutes. It's still important. Those things can matter, yes. and it solidifies you. But if you see someone like uh, Namesh Patel, he's completely... Made an yeah. audience for Michael himself. Michael Malone, who was at the Funny Bone yeah. this weekend. Chris, Chris is starting a podcast, and he sent me an episode that he and Tim did with. Do you have a name for your podcast yet? Mm, I mean, I wanted to call it Breakfast for Dinner, but I think I it's going to be name. called. I think it's going to be called the Convy Brothers Podcast. Breakfast for Dinner is so good, though. But yes, because um, it's like a little special, tr- like exciting treat you that you get. Convy Brothers presents. But your the episode you sent me was so freaking good. It was with Michael Malone, who I really recommend checking out his stand up. He's someone who has also like not waited for gatekeepers to like yeah, let, nice, give him yeah. a late night set. Yep. He said for the first time, I've known him for twenty years almost, maybe more. I don't even know at this point, depending on what my age is today. And he said. Um, last year was the first time in 20 years of doing stand-up they submitted for a late night set and he's done it all himself he has two specials out one on amazon prime one's called um the name of the special was so good do you remember what it was called Ooh. life after laugh after death yes what a great name yeah Almost he's had as some, good as yeah. some serious tragedy in good his life clean filth. yeah good clean filth. this weekend i was brought on stage now. at um the lady journey podcast which will be up soon with sarah talamash and um katie hannigan is that katie hannigan right yeah and um they brought me up and said, you know, check out her special Good Clean Filth. And I got a laugh in the room. That title. The title did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so man, thank that's you, Chris. awesome. That was you. They were really nice. Final thought. Let's do um, Reddit. Karaoke mode. This is your Reddit dump. All right. So this is where I go through my Reddit. Um, so this is from Ask Reddit. And it says, what's a dark secret you want to get off your chest? And it has in, in brackets, serious. So serious replies only because sometimes people, people on Reddit always try to be funny. Um, someone said, so when I was seven, I was home alone. I called 911 due to a house fire that consumed half the house and they found me outside. My mother, who was at work, I was a latchkey kid, was told by the fire department that it was an electrical fire. In truth, I had a lighter and was fascinated by fire. I was burning the little tassels at the end of the blanket on my bed, putting them out before it caught the whole blanket on fire until I wasn't able to and the whole bed caught fire. Um, I'm 40 now. My mother still doesn't know the truth and I still remember it all vividly complete with the heat on my face as I tried in vain to put out the bed. Whoa. Whoa. Did you so ever go crazy. through that You're leaving phase? your kid at seven. So it's kind of your fault. Fire phase. Did you ever go through the phase where you take a lighter and you like just hold down the, the black button and all the gas comes out and then you yep. light it? Like on mm-hmm. your clothes or skin. Remember when we were doing oh, that? Oh, yes. Don't do that, kids. Or you could put it in your hand, all the gas, and then you light it, and then you open your hand uh, yep. and the fire. Or did you ever have the girls that would hold the lighter, and they'd hold it, they'd like tilt it so the whole metal part got really hot, and then they'd oh, singe yeah. their skin, and it looked yeah. like a smiley face? Mm-hmm. Like the two th- parts that you click, that you slide your fingers down, those were the two eyes. They were like slits, and then the little part where the flame comes out looked like a smiley yeah, face. I remember that. Oh yeah, did you ever do that thing where it's like somebody's birthday and you put all these candles in a cake and then you just lit oh, all the Oh fuck yeah, no. dude. No, that's fucking weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, it... no one ever celebrated his birthday. Oh, yeah. boo. Yeah. No. That's what I, I would say that's about weird, celebrating though. his birthday. Will you love... show me that later. Um, once that's someone a... said um cool trick. I sm- I snort I used to smoke matches. That was a dumb thing. Like I would light the match and then it would that that ignite I'd suck it oh, in it and does blow smell out the so smoke. Good. Oh, to like but look it would cool. burn. Oh, no, yeah. I would do it alone while I was on the oh, shitter weird. with my would, pants on. I would do the um, same thing, but with the, the 
the tennis ball container. Oh. Open those oh. up. Take good whiff. That's got to be toxic. Um, this person said, I worked on SpongeBob SquarePants, the Yellow Avenger, and know for a fact that the game cannot be 100% completed on the DS version. Not my fault, but I hate that it's shipped like that, and I feel sorry for anyone who seriously tries. Oh, that does <laughs> I like suck. that one, too. Um, someone said, ask Reddit, what is the best non-sexual, non-drug-related physical sensation you've ever experienced? And this is a question I'd like us all to try to answer. Hmm. Non-drug, non-sexual, related physical sensation you've ever experienced. Someone said, when you're a kid and you play in the pool or in the ocean all day and you come home and get a shower <sighs> uh, and go to your room and the air conditioning has been running, you've been playing all day and are exhausted, your skin is tight, kind of tight from being in the sun and water, your eyes are tired from squinting and you get in your nice cool bed and curl up and take a post pool slash beach nap. Oh, that's good. That reminded me of, have you ever got, like, gone to a, like, been playing in the ocean all day or gone to an amusement park and then you come home that night and you go to bed and you can feel oh, yes. like oh. like the sensation of being like in the waves? Sometimes if I think about our relationship, in bed at night it feels exactly like being on a roller coaster all day long um someone said laughing at a really good joke is one of the best feelings in the world and i gotta say like we went to the comedy club on yeah. friday night to see dan Mintz. i quoted some of his jokes oh um, god they're so good yesterday's episode but um what was one of your favorites do you remember yeah i mean the the cub scout well the, the satan yeah. one was probably one of my will you say it yeah it was um he said you know he's he's doing one liner so he's just going mm-hmm. you know Bam, 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 right through him. And he goes, I'm probably going to go to hell for this next one. And he goes, I pledge my undying loyalty to Satan. (laughs) 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 And then will you help me with the Cub Scout one? Yeah, a pack a day habit is really disgusting, especially if you're a pedophile Uh, Cub Scout leader. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Is that it? Yeah. Something like that. Um, Yeah, I just, it was so nice to laugh so hard and i had been really depressed that day and almost thought about bailing on the whole night because i was like i just don't mm-hmm. feel like even being forced to laugh because mm-hmm. it's not gonna work and man it helped it was so good what do you guys think of a physical sensation that feels good that isn't sex or i gotta not to brag but i you know spent some time in paris mm-hmm. and i gotta I, my hair was very long and curly and disgusting and the person that cut my hair i never have gotten a head massage from uh, hairstylist before yeah and i didn't even know they do that and this girl did it for 40 minutes wow. and it was like do you ever brenna should give you one you should I ask mean, for that for 40 minutes yeah she would probably do it for 40 seconds well there is a place in st louis that does do it called lady jane oh that sounds uh like you might get other they don't cut your hair but no but a head massage that head massage i still think about today whoa Be- because, you know, I never got one before, and it was just, it was so much longer than it should have been. Yeah. Did you, you like, know? almost feel afterwards, like I feel after a massage, sometimes where I'm like, are you going to call me? Like, did you feel like almost oh. an attachment that I you felt like a little I was, like, sad that I knew that that would never happen again in yes. America. In America? <laughs> yeah, that I would have to move to France and learn French. Do you have one, Chris? Uh, my wife is the only one I've been with. Oh, yeah, I said that yesterday. Oh, you did? It was my favorite. Oh, man, did you, yeah. do, did you do the... Uh... <laughs> My wife died. Uh, my wife died snorkeling uh, when we were in the Bahamas. She died doing what she loved, ruining my vacation. Yeah, that one was so good. <laughs> I mean, I good. butchered that one. No, but you yeah, didn't. Yeah, that was perfect. One. I forgot so that good. one. Yeah, I mean, I'm one of my, for me, it's rides. Like I, I do legitimately love roller coasters, and like you know, this is going to sound like I of you meant bike rides. I do like oh, going, going fast, 
down a hill on a bike mm. is one of the greatest feelings that I currently yeah. get to have. And then sky, like skydiving, I know that that one's like probably pretty obvious, but also like that feeling of being like a little bit weightless while you're um, while dieting. You're, <laughs> Snor- uh, scuba diving oh yeah scuba diving yeah. was an insane feeling it was it wasn't as physically like i don't put it up there with like sex and um what was the other one drugs, that, drugs and, uh, in terms of like wrong. uh yeah. but or like something euphoric but it was there was just a stillness about it that made it was medit it was my first glimpse into what like medita- meditation could be Climbing? Well, oh sorry go for, for me yeah. the other one is that feeling you get when you're uh during christmas when you're doing cutting wrapping paper and all of a sudden the scissors yeah just smooth just goes oh that was so good mine is probably that is a nice thing when you cut once and then you slash the rest. My just grandma rubbing, like what? doing tickies on my back of like um, gentle like laying across her stomach in my 20s, no. Um, yeah, my grandpa rubbing my back was just a thing gentle like. with her fingers, and then she would um, draw animals, and I would have to guess what they are. And that is like that to me was like she must have been a good artist. Heaven. How can you tell between a dog and a cat? Well, you can do like it has a long neck, <laughs> and then I was doing it to your uh, nephews the other day, and they loved it. I was like so excited to play this game, and they were like, "Do me!" And it was yeah. so cute. I was like having a tr- trouble like coming up with animals that kids would know. My mom did this thing I loved, where she would take your chin. And, and just, pull a hair off? And just bob it like that. Okay, I'm gonna try it Do it. L- relax yourself so your teeth can go. Oh, that's fine. It's like it's a mini nice. little massage. Oh, that is you. good. You don't really realize how much tension you have in your face. and t- Like, right here. If you just go like this for three seconds, you go, oh, I've been holding on to oh, my jaw so, clenching. You know, something from 20 years ago right here. Yes. Like, it's kind of wild. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's fun. No, what's something euphoric for you? Well, you guys are giving such like thoughtful, sweet answers. And uh, the thing that I could think of is it's so stupid. It's when you um, choke some fool out on the mats. <laughs> oh, no, but their last um, breath. I don't know if anyone's ever done ear candling. Oh, yeah. Okay. No. So you do ear candling and it takes the wax out of your ears. Some people and don't then, believe it does. But for me, it does. And then you take a Q-tip. You take some of the cotton off. I know you don't like cotton separation. Okay. And then you stick the Q-tip inside so far in that you're like touching the bone and <laughs> no. cleaning it very gently. No, And it feels amazing. It's euphoric. It sound like the song lyrics to, a, to a, your favorite song. Yeah. Wait, you t- honestly, Noah, that's so dangerous. You're not so supposed dangerous. to like yeah. put a Q-tip in with the cotton. You take it off? How not you not all method? of it off. You just make it a little thinner. So it goes all the way in. Oh my God. And then you Noah. get a bunch of gunk on there. Um, it's it's not really gunk, but it's just like it it touches this very sensitive part of the ear, and it's mm. almost orgasmic. I I know what you're talking about. There's there's certain feelings that <laughs> having my feet rubbed in a certain way. ASMR also for me was a huge like uh, orgasmic feeling. Um, this was a funny um, right. I guess uh, tweet from suspiciously specific which is uh, one of my favorites, and it says, asparagus grows like it's trying to prank some idiot into thinking this is how asparagus grows. It looks like just stalks sticking out of the ground. Like you just took the stalks like, and just poked them in like the ground. Like just poked them in the ground, yeah, like, yeah. you know, you're like putting down bamboo. a tent. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, oh, wait. I'm sorry, I lost my place. So asparagus isn't like on a tree or anything? It's just no, straight, comes straight out like that? That's the, Yeah. Does I mean, asparagus that was, I think very easy to pick. Smell. What was that? 
Does asparagus make your pee smell yes. very easily? No, it doesn't. But oh. some it, it so doesn't. Lucky. It's a different gene. This was a, something I think I did on Reddit one time. It's a different gene. It's a um, to be able to smell asparagus pee and then to also have your pee affected by asparagus. So some people oh, can yeah, smell their own this. asparagus pee. Some people have asparagus pee smell and can't smell it. And some people have neither. And I don't know which I am because I, you wouldn't know if you're, no one's ever smelling my asparagus pee except me. And if I don't, I definitely don't have the gene where you could smell it. <laughs> Interesting. Or maybe I do and I just don't have, it, you don't know. Did you find any fun tweets or anything? Yeah, I found one that I liked. Uh, this I found this one earlier today. He's a from too. Isabel Steckel says, whenever I, whenever I switch sleep positions, I'm like, this one's going to be huge for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's so true. I was having restless leg last night and I was like, I have that fight it. Yeah. See what happens when you fight it and you just go, you're not going to die. There's nothing like, and just try to detach. I was almost getting um, meditative about it where I'm like, you don't have a body. Just lay like observe the pain that's going on in mm-hmm. your leg instead of trying to make it go away. Just like be curious about yeah, it. Like a panic attack. And yeah. it actually made them go away. Cause it was, it was keeping me up. I couldn't stop every so often. It would just be this tingling that was like change positions. now. Yeah. Just, I have, foot, I get foot pain and what helps me is connecting. You know, when you sleep, your feet are kind of like you, they're not touching the bed. Your bottom of your feet are never touching the bed. But if you can connect your feet to the bed, you can feel more. Con- I don't know. They're oh, the cooling more aspect grounded. and more grounded. But I sleep on my stomach, so that's going to be hard. You sleep on your back? No, I sleep on. Well, sometimes if I want to ground my feet, I'll go. So I'm sleeping like this, and then I'll just go like this. Have you heard of grounding? Just like the, huh? Not your kids. Yeah, but like yeah, no, Where well, you lay on the earth and like become one with like the soil, and you try to get like. Yeah, you take your shoes, your your yeah, shoes you and like, socks off, and you feel the grass in your toes. Yeah. And it's supposed to help you. It's, there's know, something to it. When you garden and your shirt's off. Yeah, I sat on a tree the other mud. day. Like, it's, it's roots what? in this Boston park. And it was so, like, peaceful to, like, sit on this tree and be like, oh, this tree feel connected is, like, to it. Yeah, no, I get that. It, it was like a little chair in this tree. And I just sat in it. And it was just like, I am, I felt like Pocahontas. But there are tons of studies that are like, you being out in nature, I know, like, a park in Boston isn't necessarily nature. But it felt like it. Being in nature is, like, huge for our mental health i know yes. and it's it's i was talking to a depressed person last night who is probably listening to the podcast shout out to teal um he also runs depressed and we i was suffering really a lot the past like five days with it and he was he was too and i was like dude the thing that has helped me so much is like just going and ha- first of all getting my dog here from my parents because it forces me to go outside and walk him it's like a walk around the fucking block and i know that depressed people are like i can't even do that i know you can't but if you can just go outside for like 30 seconds and get some fucking sun it's so it it it's something man it does something i gotta be in nature more and you gotta force me to do it babe because no problem glaze yeah, it's she on the know, list. It's on our list of things to do. Oh, yeah. Chris has a whole Forest list of things Park. to do when we're quiet. Oh, it's a gem. You can literally walk a half a mile and you could be in complete silence. Complete silence. I this. was I love silence. in the middle of this field I do. on Saturday at 5 o'clock. And I'm not kidding you. Around me, I, yeah. I did a panorama shot because it was like we could have filmed an end of the world seen there because there was no Nothing. one at 5 o'clock yeah. on, on a Saturday in August. It was like, and I, I, it was probably a quarter mile I could see around me and there wasn't a single soul. And it was, I talked to God out there. Like I was talking to birds. I was like, I could scream in a way that I couldn't even scream in my apartment. 
Um, and then I got scared about getting raped because I was like, no one would hear me. <laughs> so then I ran home. But people probably live because not not a lot of your besties live in St. Louis necessarily. But people probably live in places that they've never explored their biggest park near in their city. Yeah, Are, like you know, St. Louis's park is amazing. But I'm sure there's parks near people that they should just go check out. There's there's like national parks close to people and like even more local parks. Just walking through those paths. They're all over the country. Yeah. Listening to the, like taking your headphones out, listening to the grass, like on your shoe or like the gravel, like shit like that. Just getting mindful and just getting close with God, whatever your version of it is. Quantum physics, man. Guys, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Um, Chris, you're an amazing guest. I love, I love love having you here. I would invite you back tomorrow, but I'm sure. Can I say one thing to the besties? Yeah. I, I've, I'm always nervous coming on the show just because you guys are so good and such, you know, like awesome professionals. But the besties have been so nice to me and have really? reached out and said, yeah, people have said some really oh nice God. things. So I love thank that. you to people for being supportive. It's really a cool well, group people, to be a part of. I always get positive feedback when you're on the show. And if you want more of Chris and more of just me too, because I'm often on the show, you got to check out the Courtney show um, podcast. It's every day. They upload it. Chris writes the descriptions for the show and that alone is enough to like get, look at the show on the podcast app. The descriptions are so funny. The name of the shows are funny. He'll name it like the one where we had a pretty good time the last half. And it'll be like, listen, not everything's going to go the way. Like, you're yeah, like you don't need to listen to the first part of the podcast, but we really had fun on the second <laughs> yeah, part. Yeah, like he Guaranteed just... so many people listen to the first part because yeah. of that. Well, the, but <laughs> the first part of your show is my favorite because they talk about like their weekends. It's kind of like our show. I mean, I modeled this after a morning radio show because I wanted it to be daily. And it, his show is so fun. And if you like our show, I just know you'll like his. And it's called The Courtney Show and you can get it um, at wherever Apple Podcasts are. And if you're up early in the morning and you've already listened to our podcast from the night before and you have no podcasts to listen to, um, if you download the Arch app, um, you can listen to his show live from 6 to 10 Central Time anywhere you are. And so I'm whenever I'm on the road, I'm always so glad when I'm like also on East Coast because I wake up at like nine. I'm like, yes, they have three more hours of the show left. It does help us feel close because you'll listen and text and it just, it feels like uh, an American can, tale. You can text into his show. He reads the text on air. It's like a live experience. It's so much fun. I wouldn't recommend it just because he's my boyfriend. It, it honestly, it's one of the reasons whenever we've broken up that I've honestly been like very sad is because it would be like, it would be hard to listen to Aww. if we weren't together. And it's so, it brings me so much joy. So check out The Courtney Show. Download the Arch app if you want to listen live. Um, and But you can also get it as a podcast. Go see Andrew April 30th, Tuesday. August, August 30th. Oh, August 30th, Tuesday. Zanies, Nashville. Please go support him. He is headlining. It is his first big headlining gig in uh, you know a major market. And we want um, people to come out and support him and uh, make him feel really good about uh it's gonna be so much fun you're going to kill it i've been working hard on i know you have i can't wait to see it and i'm sure you're gonna clip the fuck out of it right yeah okay good i'm definitely filming that bitch um and then you can come see me in vegas if you're looking for a last minute trip at the end of the summer to tack on why don't you go out to vegas september 2nd i am there at um the theater at Virgin Hotels. So go stay at the Virgin Hotels. You like this look on me? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. You look great. Oh, okay. What is well, it? This uh, clip Making from the show. Saver of me talking it. about huh? uh, skydiving. Yeah. You maybe choose yeah. that as your screensaver. Why don't you throw yeah, a mustache okay, yeah. on her and then she'll get on. I oh, love no. your reaction to that just now. But yeah. <laughs> come out to Vegas. You're going to see Anya. You're going to see um, Benedict uh, Polizzi from uh, F-Boy Island who made it to the finals as you saw he's going to be hilarious and then you'll see me and it really is my last performance 
with this voice and God only knows what's going to happen in the surgery. This could be my last performance forever. You don't know. Um, but it will be my last performance before a very groundbreaking event in my life. And I think that if I were a fan of an artist, I would want to see this performance uh, if it was in their career of like how um, my life is going to be very like before the surgery and after the surgery. Um, I almost, I hate to compare myself to the trans people, but I feel like it almost is that big for me because um, and also my doctor says that the girls that get the surgery always go, I sound like a girl now. And they start dressing femininely after they have the surgery, even though they don't even want to be like, they never even wanted to wear dresses. They're just like, I'm so feminine now. Like my voice always dictated that I'm kind of like, I'm a boy's girl. And I'm like, I'm masculine energy. So you're going to be even tanner. Yeah. Get ready for shorter skirts. I mean, I'm already very feminine on stage, but I think it's, um, if you can make it out to Vegas and if you have any friends that are going to be in Vegas or live there, I would love for these ticket sales to go better than they're going right now. Um, I think last I checked, it was at 37% I got and that see, was a couple weeks ago. I got to see Nikki do comedy this weekend, which is, is rare right now for me. And, I loved it so much. People need to go check out so, much, got new so stuff. much new stuff, so much funny stuff. Oh my God. And Dan so Mintz inspired about. me so much. Yeah, but you're with thinking joke writing. nonstop about it. I mean, I even wrote on the way because we went to Dan Mintz and then we went right to the funny bone, yes. uh, the other funny bone in Westport. You didn't say one word and your to me. brother. Yeah. Your brother, um, vo- vocal rest and also disinterested. Um, <laughs> but your brother was uh, the opening act of the feature act for uh, Michael Malone, who I talked about earlier. And I did a guest set after Tim. Tim brought me up and. Man, I had so much fun on stage in a way that I haven't before. So come see me in Vegas. It is going to be a, such a meaningful show to me. Of course, there will be meet and greets afterwards. And as always, if you can't afford a meet and greet, you can buy them at the merch booth. But if you cannot afford them, you know your girl's going to hook you up. You just write to me and say, uh, just like all caps, important. And then write your name and uh, write Vegas. And I'll know to put you down because it's only one show. How much money to them? And... Um, yeah, just but don't write important and then write a new one. Send it all in one block because I'll only see the last block you sent. And if you just send me your name, I might think you're, I might not see it. And if I don't um, get to it, send it again, and I will give you a free meet and greet for your ticket purchase. So um, I will send that to people who listen to the whole podcast and made it this far. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Chris Convy. Thank you, Andrew Collin. Noah will be here tomorrow, Wednesday on the show. Um, don't be cut and Jack Nicholas. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your your first show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.